0: Anchor CD, what is going on? It's a pleasure, huge pleasure to be back here with you guys. Oh man, got a lot to talk about today with you guys. I am releasing a course very, very soon that will be all about the spirit, all about the seven cents, all about beliefs all about the difference between the flesh, the soul, and the spirit. And I wanted to kind of dive into, into that last thing I said because there's there's so much, right, that, um, that I'll be covering in this course. It's a seven-week program, actually. So I'm working on it um, as of right now, and I want to share with you guys about living in the spirit. Okay, so if you're a Christian, if you've given your life, The Lord Jesus Christ, you will know that as you mature in your faith and as you walk the walk, realize that there's certain things that are easy to do, right? Such as maybe attending church, maybe like praying before the food, right? Certain things that are easy to do, there's certain things that are hard to do. There's certain things that we love doing that we sometimes know they're wrong. And we actually end up kind of like still going through it even though we know it's wrong even though we know it's not right and the Apostle Paul talks about it in the book of Romans Romans chapter 7 Romans chapter 8 so kind of like my main like core passages for like all this stuff but he talks about the battle right this 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 waging that is within us because Let me kind of pre-frame it with this. If I ask you, like, you know, what were some of your New Year's resolutions or some of your yearly goals or, you know, anything that you've set out yourself to do, okay, so you might be able to tell me different things, right, like maybe getting fit, going to the gym, you know, spending more time with my sister, with my mother, with my, you know, son or daughter, um, you know. Maybe you wanted to make more money. Maybe you wanted to go from like two or three thousand dollars, you know, three, four thousand dollars if you have a job, you know, to like maybe putting your own business and doing maybe like ten thousand dollars, you know, a month. And you know, you, you got all these goals right that you're excited to, to fulfill. But there's a problem, huge problem, huge, 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 huge problem, and it's called you <laughs> and me too and all of us we are our biggest obstacle you know you already know this but why is the question no one explains why because no one searches in the bible i don't want to say no one but i'm saying the world you know does not talk about these things and they remain hidden for many of us i it was hidden for me until i stumble upon it i kind of discover it through my reading and god kind of shed some light on some stuff it was Yeah, and and hence why I'm like doing this now because I want to share to you guys this stuff. So, um, talks uh, Romans 7 talks about the law of sin waging war against the law of the spirit. Okay, it talks about how one is um, always going to lead to death, the flesh, and the law of sin, and the other one is always going to lead to life, the law of the spirit of God. Right, and so there's this wage that is always going on, and, and he explains it very interesting. He says, you know, for I, for I, do not do the things I want. He says, but the very things I do not want to do, I do. Right, so it's that contrast. That's the weird thing that you do. You set your goal. You're like, okay, cool. I want to lose weight, or I want to, you know, be more spiritual, or whatever. Right. We we just talked about goals but you aren't able to fulfill them, because you can't get yourself to do them, you know, sometimes people call it, oh, I need more motivation, no, you don't need more motivation, something deeper than that, you know, (laughs) I tell people that, because I used to believe it was motivation, but it's not, you know, it's motivation in a way, it's, yeah, desire, level of desire, but it's because you don't, you know, you haven't dug deep, deep enough to find a, a strong enough why that's compelling enough that will really drive you, so, you know, Saying you need more motivation is not it. Okay? So, anyway, I'm going to dive into each of these ones in the next little segment. So, stay tuned. It's going to be sick. All right, cool. So, let's talk about the flesh. Okay, so, first of all, we need to understand the difference between the body, which is made of bone, blood, and flesh, with our senses help us connect to the outside world, right? And the flesh, how the Bible puts it, as our sinful nature representing our old self, representing our, like, Adamic self, you know, the the old us, and so, you know, we, we're talking about how there's this wage, this war, you know, that kind of happens within us when we want to achieve a goal, but there's kind of, like, we get in the way, too, because we're lazy, we don't have enough discipline, we don't want it that much, or we have all these other excuses, you know, that are in the way of our success and this could be anything right we talked about it could be in romantic relationships it can be in business it could be in money it can be in life right we have these goals but we don't take the necessary steps and we self-sabotage ourselves like so many times that's the flesh part okay and the flesh always wants to satisfy the desires of the flesh okay as a matter of fact when you look at how satan tempted Jesus, and how Satan tempted Eve and Adam, of course, and how Satan tempted each and every one of us, and tempts each and every one of us, it actually falls in three categories, and these three categories, I believe, is in 3rd John, I believe, or in the book of James, not 100% sure, one of the two, um, it's a little blurry right now, one of the two, Says it's the lust of the flesh, which is all the desires that the flesh wants to eat, like gluttony, and like sex and like orgies and like um, like getting drunk and like crazy drugs and like desires of the flesh that just bring gratification to the flesh. Lust of the eye. Okay, so lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, which is when we covet something, when we see something with envy want something not, not enough a bad want we're not talking about the want of goals that's that's totally cool the lost of the eye is when you want something that you know you should not have right that's the whole you shall not cover part because it's very easy for us to to see something it could be from a human all the way to like objects material objects and say I want that want that and and it kind of consumes you in a bad way not like i want that and i'm happy for it. let me show this like i want that and it's like hate there's hate behind it and it's it's crazy yeah honestly it's crazy um sorry i'm just checking here one second let me make sure that this thing is charging because i don't want to lose you guys i don't want to lose you okay 10% good It's plug in. Okay, cool. So that's the flesh, you know, so that's lust of the eye. Oh sorry, so lust of the flesh, lust of the eye, and pride of life. What's pride of life? Great question. Pride of life is our pride, you know, it says it in the same word. It's our ego, it's our you know that part of us that doesn't wanna like Let go sometimes when we are fighting with someone, even though we know we need to apologize. You know, it's that part that it's hard for us to be humble. We want glory to us, we want name to us, fame, power, money, pride of life, pride of life, right? And so, those are the three areas same three areas, you know, tempted, lust of the flesh. Jesus said, Hey, you know, you're hungry, turn these stones into such and such. You know, lust of the eye, he took him to the big, big mountain and said, Hey, look, look at all that. I can give you all those kingdoms. And always Jesus was like, away from me, Satan. Like, it is written blank, you know. Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes out of the mouth of God, you know. And then pride of life when he said, hey, if you truly say who you say you are, your self-image, attacking your self-image, it's crazy. Um then throw yourself and the angels are gonna carry, let's see it, you know, so that's pride of life, pride of life, so the same three areas, you know, with Eve, same three areas that happened to us, so when you recognize the desires of the flesh that also come with the lust of the eye, because some of us understand the desires of the flesh, but sometimes are like oblivious to the lust of the eye or the pride of life those, the, those three are always repeating so watch out for those and I'm gonna tell you more about the soul in the next one alright sweet we're back and let's talk about now the soul well let's first recap okay so we are made of three parts same way how we're made out of the image of God we are body, soul, and spirit okay we are spirit Okay, we're not body, very important, because when you start identifying with your body, big problems, we know that. We're not the soul either, because when we identify with our emotions, we identify with our mind, we identify with even just things that happen outside of us, we fail too. We are a spirit, that's our purest form um, of who we are. That's the purest form of creation that God did before putting us in the soul, before putting us in the body. Okay? And the spirit in itself is a proof that God exists Because that's, the spirit cannot be filled with anything other than God And the spirit is the breath of life That's the spirit That's why Jesus said before he died on the cross He said, Father, into your hands I command my spirit I commend my spirit because, and, and he says that he exhaled his last breath, right? Because that is the part that basically, you know, it's the, the, the purest form is the one that connects with God, and we'll we'll get to this here in a second. But let's talk about the soul. Okay, the soul is, consists of the mind, the will, and the emotions. So I want to go to the mind first. The mind is very, very insanely crazy and interesting. Okay, the mind the one that's able to connect okay hear me out he's able to connect the outside world of the body and the senses the soul which are the emotions and the will and also connects with the spirit in our mind everything happens your mind is like the filter man. Our mind is like like a gate like a faucet that you can turn from any side, left or right, like a lot of water to your left, a lot of water to your right, like input, like flow of energy of any kind. You know, the, the the mind has the power to control that. To control what it looks at, to control multiple different things. But the problem is that the mind also is the one that suffers the the war. It suffers the the clutter man. Like the mind is where everything goes down. Like the spiritual warfare goes on in your mind okay and that's what paul was talking about that 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 war that we talked about before where you know you want to do something you know you should do something you know that something's good for you but there's that other part of you that says no 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 and to make things worse there's input right there's input from satan himself you know i'm when' I say satan himself i mean all the forces of darkness and evil because you can be oppressed by demons you can be possessed by demons, if you're not a Christian too, by the way, because there's nothing inhabiting you yet. <laughs> anyway, that's a story for another day. When I tell you about my demon possessed story. Insane. Story for another day. Um, I wasn't possessed myself, by the way, but I was part of a, like the exorcist, basically. Anyway, so that's the mind. Everything happens. There's like a filter. And in our mind, you know, our mind, like I was saying before, it basically pools different resources to know what's relevant for the mind or not to know because the mind is wired in such a way that it basically just you know controls the outcome that you want but if you don't you have your conscious and your subconscious right so let's break that down first right because like I mean it's a loaded subject the mind I can be talking about the mind all day so I kind of have to Tell you how, how deep we, we, we're gonna go, but just want you to understand kind of how the mind works where you know it processes data, it processes information, and you know it basically makes representations, it makes meanings out of things, and then your rational part kind of like assigns a label, assigns a word for it, you know, when you're learning how to, how to say, you know, I want water, where's the bathroom, like, you know, you, you start making associations, and that's why most often than not, when we have problems, and, like really hurt emotionally, there's like experiences that were linked to it, you know, experiences that meant a lot to us, that when we went through them, our mind made a certain associations, and those associations are also made through our values, through our beliefs, right? If you grew up in a house where it was wrong to do something you know because of god then you would condemn it you would say no that's wrong and so your mind will will know what to say and what to do in that case all right cool and we're discussing the mind right now so let me go a little bit deeper and then we we'll move on to the, into the heart which is the same case of the mind as we said in um he uses filters, he uses filters that are based on our beliefs, our values, that like what's important to you, right, I mean, certain things that are important to you, and so like even, let's just take like when you go to the movies, for example, there's certain things that you're noticing, right, certain things that the characters do, or certain things that really impact you, and usually it's because there's some sort of association with it, you're like, man, like, you know, this reminds me of my son, my Son, in this character, right? And you start making all these associations that's important to you. Another person might say, Well, this reminds me of myself, you know. And so, we all make these different, you know, filters and choices. Some are conscious, some are uh, subconscious, some are already made because a long time ago, when you were a child, you accepted something as true. You, you, you accepted that, you know, a friend of mine was telling me, his girlfriend has made this rule for herself, has this belief about like herself and about her family that says that every time that you show weakness or vulnerability that it's that. that it's like weak it's not good and so it's so hard for her to open up as a person it's so hard to like like give your heart to someone else. Have you ever met someone like that that it's hard to really commit to strong relationships and usually it's because they made a rule for themselves. Or they're maybe hurt from the past experience. Or maybe they're hurt from the dad. there's so many different reasons that it can happen, but ultimately it's the beliefs that we make about certain things that, that make us kinda of like overcompensate and say like okay well if that's bad then I'm gonna act super cold and super like you know uh surface level and super you know what I'm saying? Like that. Like you met people like that. You know exactly what I mean because it is a fact. You know, so that's how our mind kind of works. You know, it makes interpretations of things. It assigns meanings. You know, it kind of like searches a database. And it's like, okay, is this experience like good or bad? Like, how do I feel about this spider? You know, or about going camping, or about you know entering into a relationship uh, with actually high. You know, um, and, and and we place a meaning to it. We place an emotion to it. That a pleasurable you know, experience is great. Okay, we'll, we'll label that as fun, so we, we feel joy and excitement when right? we recall those things. Right? So the mind is very powerful, and that's why the Bible tells us to renew our, mind. we need to renew our mind the Word of God, because we need to, like it says to renew our minds in the spirit. Okay, because it's the spirit, the one that meets with in your mind, so that we can like let go of false beliefs or limiting beliefs. You know, how, how many of us have limiting beliefs? And I have a full podcast that talks about that. Talks about mental illness. You can search it in this you know, channel as well. And, and that's what it is, right? We we make this rules these beliefs these, these things about ourselves that says that we are invaluable sometimes that we are not good enough that we're not strong enough that we can't do something we don't have the necessary skills and you know while you might not have the necessary skills but that doesn't mean that you're like inadequate it doesn't mean that you're that you are not worth what you believe you're worth right or what you should be worth in the eyes of god so it's very key to understand like the self-image part, you know, and, and how it kind of all goes back to those associations, to those values, to those rules we create for ourselves, that beliefs, you know, let's say that certain things have to be a certain way. So the mind has much, much power like that, okay? So, so just remember that, you know, the mind is the one that kind of opens those gates between the kind of flesh and everything that happens in the outside world, everything that happens in your heart and everything that happens in the spirit okay so in the next one i'll tackle will and emotions and then maybe the last one i'll tackle the, the spirit it's tough it's tough honestly like this is a good exercise for me because it's hard to kind of like simplify it's the simplest form because there's so much and there's so many like ifs and whens and you know things that again like have stumbled upon the word and I've discovered these things out of trial, out of affliction, out of like anxiety, uh, stress, and like really like split testing with my own self a, a ton of this stuff you know, to really find like what is true, what is good and and it's cool, like I was reading today, you know, in First Kings, Solomon solomon asked god for wisdom and he says that this please god like we should be asking god for wisdom because only then will we have discernment you know good right right catch you in the next one all right guys what's up so just a quick recap the flesh you know lust of the eye lust of the flesh pride of life you know that's all all the sinful things kind of contained there um we also know that we can use our, our body for amazing things to exercise to accomplish things to become athletes and have a ton of energy and you know really shape our bodies here into fitness and our bodies can be used for good a lot but it also has that weakness you know where where, where we're weak in the flesh you know you've heard the saying that the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak you know and it's very true that the flesh wants to rest the flesh wants to take it easy doesn't want to you know avoids pain i guess it's crazy now we talked about how our soul has mind will and emotions and we talked about the mind in the last little segment and the mind has the ability to be that filter between the outside world and the soul and the spirit and it's kind of like all there and that's why there's so much like stress that goes on in our minds because that's where we imagine things and we make things happen and we also get frustrated and when the mind gets a certain rationale certain beliefs it affects how we feel and so it's all freaking connected that's why there's so many things now about like the mind the mind the mind the mind but really you gotta be looking at the spirit i'm gonna i'm gonna like leapfrog leapfrog all those new agers watch watch i'm about to like drop this big course it's gonna be huge guys because i'm discussing some things here that i've never seen anywhere like not even at church people talk about this stuff man i have to like stumble upon them like for by the grace of god it's like 100 percent inspiration man so like get ready because the mind is good the heart is good. all these different things you know fitness all this stuff is good but if you don't have the spirit one figure out all the other stuff is worthless so anyways that's the mind so then the emotions obviously it's our heart and it's tough because our heart kind of has like this whole like you know basically a, a uh, line that divides, it's kind of like what I was saying before the the light and the love and peace and joy, all these are beautiful emotions. And on the left side, you got like, not that they're bad emotions, okay? Word of warning here, you know, we're not gonna be defining things how the world defines it. I'm gonna define how God defines it because God has given us these emotions for a reason, for a specific purpose. They tell us a message about it. They tell us uh, what should be done about it. The problem is that we suck at emotional intelligence. And we suck at, like, understanding what's going on with us. And we go too much into our heads instead of, like, you know, sometimes going to the heart. Or we go too much into, like, the flesh without, you know, realizing that it's a heart problem. And and so we're always trying to, like, overcompensate and do different things, like... Basically, trying to get the wrong medicine for the wrong pain, you know. So yeah, it's very interesting, very important to know. So yeah, the emotions, you know, I I love to call them mountains and valleys. This is kind of something the Lord has shown me. Mountains and valleys. You have this huge peaks of joy, love, all that when you're in the presence of God, you know, like no doubt. But then you have this huge valleys, depression, like suicidal thoughts, and like you know, literally like walking through the valley of the shadow of death, like. Like, about to freaking be swallowed by death, you know. So, yeah, like, the, the, our heart is our, our, our nuts, you know. And that's why it says that when we give our life to the Lord, He gives us a new heart, you know, we're able to, to have a new heart. Um, but that also comes with the process of renewing the mind that we talked about. It doesn't just kind of happen. You, there's a lot of healing, a lot of process that needs to, to happen, you know. It doesn't happen just boom overnight, you know. Certain things can happen overnight if the Lord wills it, but it's a process, you know, no no matter what. So that's our mind. That's our emotions or our heart, right? So mind, heart, will. Mind, emotions, or heart, and will. And then our will is basically, you know, that gift of choice that we all have where we are able to say you know am i gonna do an awesome job today or am i not am i gonna be lazy or not am i gonna be respectful to my wife or not am i gonna work hard am i gonna do this like am i gonna do anything you know you have the choice of, of, of what you do with your life we all have free will and that's the will part that ultimately god wants to, to take all of our soul god wants us to kind of surrender our all mind will and emotions because sometimes people surrender kind of sort of the mind and you know the rationale but they have like hearts of, of stone the bible says you know and they can't feel god and so then they wonder if there's something wrong with them and, and there's not something wrong with them there's not something wrong with you if you're listening it's a deeper problem let's go into it on the next one right right sweet let's keep going i'm excited um, all right, so that's the mind, the will and emotions, that's the soul. Okay, and so another thing important to mention here is that the same way um, that we have a, um, five senses, sorry, the same way we have senses in the body level, I believe we also have a sense that is from the soul and a sense that is from the spirit. And I'll get there in a second. But the soul one, I believe, is what we like to call intuition. Where you make decisions kind of out of like really feeling it, you know. And they kind of come from the heart. Now, the problem is that the heart, we know, it's wicked. It's confusing. It's deep like waters. It says in Proverbs. It says, like, who can who can know, like, the thoughts of man? Like, who can know the heart of man? talking specifically about like the emotions how like sometimes they're so like if you've ever been in love man or you've ever been brokenhearted or you've ever been um yeah like offended hardcore by someone or like we've all gone through situations right like if you're you know listening to this like i'm sure you've gone through something and we know that sometimes we if we listen to our heart too much it's like you can go well, like sideways too if we listen to our minds too much we get stressed we get anxious we freaking you know live in our heads and and actually you know end up sucking more you know so if we live in our flesh well, we're like worldly you know we're like just partying and like doing things to like try to cope and try to like yeah like feel better about it for even just like a little bit of time and then it kind of comes back stronger and then you feel like weak again so you go back to like binge whatever you know you, you binge blank Um, and then you go back to your heart you know i mean so people live in these cycles man i was living in this cycle until i realized this amazing truth um that we heart body soul and spirit you know flesh soul and spirit and the sooner that you understand you know what the what each of them do and how they operate how they work the system of them all you can kind of discern you're gonna kind of have wisdom to, to know where it's coming from and you can kind of spot it and be like no i don't need you know my insight to come from there i need it to come from god so let's look at the spirit part and the spirit as i said consists of three things your conscience this is what um paul talks about romans 1 romans 2 um that man has no excuse you know god has Made things very evident from the beginning in creation, in our own spirit, in our own consciousness. Because, the, you know, what happens is, it doesn't matter what religion, what background, what freaking spot of the world you were born. You're gonna have always a need to worship something, and we have throughout all generations and generations. Or, or and no, um, you're gonna have this deep need to connect to something like supernatural, right, or, and you're also going to have this like deep feeling that certain things are just off, they're wrong, they're not right, like no one had to teach you that killing was wrong, or that stealing was wrong, you know, no one had to teach you that you knew, why, because you have a spirit, that does not come from our soul, that does not come from our heart, even though of course there's Involving all of it but it does not come from it okay so our, our conscience and um, community which again comes from the need of contribution the need to have community with people and wisdom that wisdom that discernment that's the wisdom that only comes um, you know from the spirit and the crazy part is that our spirits are very small they're they're very very small they're just you know a little spirit and we can grow that spirit we can grow it throughout our our lives we we need to understand how to grow it how to feed the right part because sometimes we're feeding the flesh too much we're feeding the soul too much we're not feeding the spirit you know just like anything whatever you focus on expands whatever you seek you find whatever you ask Whatever you knock, it shall be opened. So it's important to focus on the right things. Right? Let's wrap up the spirit on the next one. right sweet, sweet. We're talking about the flesh, the soul, and the spirit. And we just talked about the spirit, how it has three parts too, conscience, conscience, I always pronounce it wrong. Conscience. Conscience, community, and wisdom. Okay, three things: the soul, mind, will, heart. Three things, the flesh, three things, bone, blood, flesh. And we obviously know that our sinful nature lives this kind of you know inhabits in that flesh part. You know, we talked about the loss of the eyes, the loss of the flesh, pride of life, that's all in the flesh, so sin. Right? So when we walk by the flesh, it leads to death. So that's what the Bible says. We walk in the spirit, it leads to life both laws are opposite to each other. That's what Paul talks about. Right? So, if we understand that the flesh leads us to bad things and that the soul, even though it doesn't lead us in itself to bad things, but that it can confuse us, blind us, we're just going to use use each part wrong, you know, we most often end up listening or just being kind of part of, of Satan's game, you know, when we're getting input from the world, you know, the world telling you what to do or who to be, input from, like, demons, like, telling you, like, really messed up things, you know, and you might not realize it, that's the thing, um, which, by the way, if you think, you might be listening to this and you're like, oh, shit, I might have a demon, you know, not not possessed, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, you might have it, you know, a demon that's, like, oppressing you, you know, you're having a like, crazy nightmare An evil presence, just pray in the name of Jesus for it to go away. Pray that the Lord Jesus removes it because He has the authority to do that. Just remove it, cast it away, get it out of here. Same way how He did it with the pigs. Um, I don't know if you call that story. So, yes, the flesh, the soul, and the spirit, and so the spirit Um, is the only part. Hey, hey, Mimi. Say hi, Mimi. The the, the spirit is the only part capable of connecting with the spirit. The only part. Um, It is not, you know, from a, a thing of the mind. It is not a thing of the flesh. Of course not. It is not a thing of the heart. Now, your personality and like who you are 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 like lives in the soul and the spirit. Like you can't really like the soul and the spirit are so intrinsically connected. Like so, like tight together. That the only way to divide it is with the word of God, and we know this because it says in 2 Timothy that the, like every scripture is God-breathed, and it's um, useful to instruct and, uh, and like sword. I think it says like a couple different things, but it also says and it's sharper than a you know two-edged sword, double-edged sword, you know, capable to of separating the soul from the spirit. It says. okay, so you can check it out. So yeah. The only thing that can really make our spirit, spirit grow is the Holy Spirit. The only way to receive the Holy Spirit is to receive Jesus, right? Um, and so, the challenge here becomes, okay, so great, Andres, like, we understand the flesh, we understand the soul, we understand the spirit, but like, so how do we do it? Like, access the spirit, how do we do it? To like, really, like, like figure out what the heck, like, how to, how to not? be guided by our mind, or by our emotions, or by our flesh, or by sin, or by your own self-sabotaging self, or by the lies of the world, or by a freaking demon, Satan, himself. How do we do it? Not to be guided by that, but we can be guided by the Spirit. Okay, and so that's a freaking fantastic question, and, you know, the short answer is the same thing that uh, (laughs) Paul said in Romans 7, which is... Who will deliver me from this body of death? You know, speaking of that flesh, of that like old nature, it's like, who can, who will deliver me from this, you know, sinful nature, from this body of death? And it says, Praise be to the Lord Jesus Christ. That with my, you know, flesh, whatever, basically, I serve sin because it's so, it's a sinful nature, but with, you know, my mind, I will keep renewing it, basically, and I serve the law of the spirit. It also causes the that's what he calls the spirit sometimes Okay, so let's look at a closer, a little bit of a closer look, and I'll end up with this in the next little segment on how do you walk by the Spirit? And more specifically, before you can walk in the Spirit, you gotta develop what I call the seven senses. Stay tuned. All right, all right. <laughs> So my point is, right? i don't know why um anyways let's keep talking about the spirit okay so how do you access it? how do you train that seventh sense? how do you develop that okay and so yeah the short answer is jesus christ you know the long answer it's going into like methodologies that i believe are laid in the scripture um well it really depends where you were at First of all, you know, there's kind of like a diagnosis. Um, wow, I just thought of something cool. You know that, This is why it's good to do this, honestly, guys, because you, like, just by talking about it, it kind of like fleshes out ideas. You just realize, like, you have like a pretty cool quiz. It's kind of like, you know, find out, like, what are, like, what, what part it's like ruling you type of thing you know what part are you being led by the most like your flash like your mind your will your emotions or are you being led by the spirit you know that'd be cool i don't know if it's too impossible but anyway so the only way that i believe uh, you are able to develop that seven sense is by intimacy with god you know that's the kind of like second shorter answer but how do you develop intimacy with god so i'm working on developing this system that i believe again i stumble upon it in scripture um there's a huge chunk of that system buried in psalm 51 and so david talks about this like process essentially and you can kind of see kind of step by step how he presents himself to god you know how he asks for mercy and it's in line with how jesus taught us how to pray you know where it's like your will be done not mine and how you're able to you know give the lord your heart so that he can wash you clean so that he can restore your soul you know so many times you know we're we're told to you know do certain prayers and those are good but no one teaches us to be in silence no one teaches us to like meditate and the contemplative meditation that David did. There's so many things in scriptures like "Be still and know that I am God." You know, all my soul will wait in silence. You know, and then, so it's so in so many times like the Psalms talk about these things, and then people just have never paid attention to it until now. That oh yeah, it's super fancy that everyone's meditating. Woo-hoo. It's like guys, like this has been a concert, it's been like around for like, like the longest, but it's like pop now, you know, popular. Anyways, so don't even get me talking about that stuff because I, I, I wrote some like pretty long pieces in my website if you want to go check it out about like being in the truth and you know, I was like ranting. Anyways, so yeah, like that's that's really what it is, you know, to really live in the spirit you need to develop an intimacy of God. You can cannot develop an intimacy of God when you're holding on to parts of you, you know, you need to be able to re- redefine your image redefine the way you see yourself because if you're you know seeing yourself and your identity you know in your career and how much you make in the goals in the friends you have in the things you do like believe me it's gonna be so hard for you to, like detach yourself you need to you need to see it you see yourself not in the eyes of the world or in your eyes of yourself but in the eyes of god so to develop that seventh sense really does come with, with only by renewing your mind it only comes by the word it only comes by certain routines and habits it comes by again like just looking at some of these processes that are in the bible and applying it in our lives of like you know even just what david did which was coming to the lord in humility you know, a lot of a lot of us try to just go to the throne or just go to god but like there's certain ways to do it where where we're able to receive from god to hear from god so much more clear you know when there's pride in our lives when there's like you know we're holding on to like hey god you you know you can have this but not this you know and it's like when we do that it's Dangerous, you know, when well, we can like you, this, but not this, and, and we're walking in light with one shoulder, and in the other shoulder, we're walking in darkness. That cannot be, you know. And I used to do that a lot, you know, and, and God's still working on me, you know, but but I'm certainly not the man I was, and this concepts have changed my life so yeah i hope i hope this really helped you you know i hope that you can kind of differentiate and to understand if it's coming from your flesh if it's coming from your heart if it's going from your mind and ultimately how to like develop that sensitivity to the voice of god to see like you know where the spirit moves you and leads you where you're able to know who you are what your purpose is what your destiny is what your calling is you know, you're able to develop your gifts and passions and you're able to walk in wisdom and in light. And I'll just wrap up on the next one, like, you know, finish up because I think I got a couple more things to say. Super thankful if you're still listening to me rant about this stuff. And if you're getting value from this, really, really thankful. Do me a favor. Would you do me a favor, please? Go to Facebook and type in Seeking the Kingdom of God and join the Facebook group if you haven't. If you have already joined and you're listening to this, I want you to post and tell me, Hey, I'm listening to your podcast about the flesh, the soul, and the spirit. It's super easy, but it will help me know, you know, who's listening and if this is getting anywhere in value, you know, and if this is making sense because sometimes we think things make sense and they don't. They only make sense to us. So I need you guys to tell me so I'm not like crazy, you know, just talking to into my imaginative um present audience because you know i recorded in press and no one's listening but then you listen to it after anyway so weird comes um anyway so you know again the challenge is how do we walk in the spirit how, do we, how are we how are we able to really set ourselves goals because that's kind of where our whole thing started right where, where all of us set goals for ourselves and don't accomplish them because we don't have the necessary tools because we're fighting With the wrong tools we're fighting with the wrong weapons okay and we know we are in a spiritual warfare and the spiritual warfare happens in the battle of your mind and you know ultimately Satan wants to bring his kingdom expand his kingdom the kingdom of darkness and wants to take over your soul because he knows that if he can do that you know anyways we'll leave that for another story as well but yes that is the reality of the situation, and so we need to arm ourselves with the right tools. We need to know how to put to death the flesh. First of all, that's the whole crucifying yourself, and how you know in Adam we were all dead, and you know in Christ we all live. Uh, also in Romans as well. I think it's probably one of my favorite books. Uh, John and Romans are huge. Acts is huge too. Ah, uh, First Corinthians. Anyways, um, yeah, so walking in the spirit, you know, developing that seventh sense, that sensitivity to the Holy Spirit, you know, sensitivity to understand when we should listen to wisdom, you know, and Proverbs talks about wisdom like a woman, you know, it talks about wisdom as, you know, this entity, this identity, and, and, and it talks by itself, it says, like, I was reading Proverbs, Proverbs 8, if you want to read, it says, like, wisdom, um, you know, stands in the crossroads and and wisdom stands at the gates and wisdom is with prudence and if you seek wisdom more than like jewels and more than gold and silver and so like wisdom has its own like thing you know it says that the beginning of um, wisdom is the fear of the lord that's the beginning of wisdom the fear of the lord so how are we to understand and hear wisdom Okay, question How are we to understand wisdom from the Lord when we don't fear God? And not a fear of like, oh, you know, like I'm trembling, like in fear, like, you know. Uh, no, I'm talking about the fear of like respect, like lordship, like He's God. Like, He, like, where were you, oh man, you know, with, with, like He said to Job, where were you, oh man, when I, like, founded the heavens and the earth you know what what were you oh man oh woman you know that's listening to this and i'm talking to myself too you know what were you when when god established the oceans and the heavens and made the leviathan made right like all the crazy things Like, oh my gosh like yeah you're right like where was i so we need to develop that fear of the lord we need to know how to crucify ourselves every single day we need to know how to give to the lord our mind our will and our heart so that he can shape it into what it should become and he will finish the work because we know that he will finish it in the day of jesus christ but we can certainly speed up that process <laughs> you know and be a lot less painful if we if we obey if we are able to Develop this deep, close, passionate relationship with the Lord, then our spirit will grow because so we'll be in contact with the Holy Spirit. And then, when that happens, something amazing happens. We abide in Him, and if we keep abiding in Him, at one point He abides in us and makes a dwelling with us and a rest. And then that's when you access your gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit, and everything is like freaking amazing. I hope you got value from this, guys. Take it easy. Hey, I'm back for just one, one more minute. Um, I want to just say a prayer to wrap up. I feel like the Holy Spirit is leading me to, to pray for whoever's listening. Father God, thank you so much, Lord, for the lives of every single person, Lord, that listens to this. I pray that you bless them. I pray that you open their eyes to the truth the truth of your word, that they stop believing lies, Lord, lies that are keeping them down, lies that are holding them back, Lord, from reaching their potential. I pray that in the name of Jesus, let any spirit be removed, that in the name of Jesus, let every stronghold be pulled and be removed and be destroyed out of the, their minds, Lord. I pray that all emotions and all hearts are healed and mended, Lord. I pray that you heal the broken spirits as well, Father. I pray that you bring restoration at every level, that we're able to discern and get wisdom, wisdom from the Holy Spirit himself, the, the utterance of the Spirit, the holy fire, Lord, because we know your presence is like a consuming fire Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you want to be close to us, and you've forgiven us already, and we just need to surrender That's why you said in your word that he who strives to save his life will lose it, But whoever loses his life for his sake will gain it. That's what we want, Lord. We want to gain our lives not by your own means and power and strength, but by you, Lord. By the true vine when we'll I abide in you and you in us, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you're so good to us, that you're beautiful, that you love us no matter what we do. I pray in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. All right guys, I hope you enjoyed this. keep um, me in your prayers too, if you can't. It's, it's I'm like really nervous of launching this, you know, I'm kind of like a nobody in a way, you know, I don't have these fancy credentials of any type, I haven't gone to seminary, I'm really no one in terms of the world, you know, but I also i am confident because I know also that God used common people in the Bible, fishermen, right? <laughs> We're also nobodies in the eyes of the world, but god used them so i believe god can use me as well and can shed truth and light to whoever he wishes so just pray that god gives me the courage and the confidence because it's definitely not easy and i'm trying to kind of like step out of my comfort zone and be able to put myself out there and it's not easy so yeah just pray pray about it and also pray that you know now, everything that i tell you guys and i share that it's not just like out of my own opinion my own interpretation i want to interpret it with the holy spirit i want truth i don't want just like my own tale my own story i have enough of those i want god to be the one leading this expedition leading this boat this project okay so cool just give me in that and I'll talk to you soon and remember if you did like this if you found value in this if you connected with me you know Make sure you subscribe make sure you hit the podcast make sure you go to my group and like post something message me like you know super happy to connect take it easy peace